Well, happy new year and welcome back to Criminality, the podcast we started because we love true crime, we love reality TV, we love when those two things get mixed up together, which they often do. Welcome everybody and hi, Melissa. Hi, Rebecca. Welcome and happy new year. We're still, it's still appropriate to say it. We've got a few more days. Eh. It feels like it. I know I'm pushing it, but it feels it's our first new episode in the new year. So it really, I felt like it was okay. Absolutely. I, I co-sign on that. Um, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, holidays are over. Yay. Goodbye. Good, good riddance. Goodbye. Good riddance. <laughs> and I got to see you a couple weeks ago. We haven't even spoken on the show since then. I know. How lucky Crazy. is that, that we've had three in-person encounters in 2023? Let's hope for four in 2024. How cool would Let's that be? Let's do it. Sky's the limit. Um, yeah, it was so fun though. I it was, it was my fun. favorite day getting to see you and your daughter. It really was. It was the best day we had. Um, trust me, it went very downhill <laughs> immediately after with my son. He was over it. Rebecca knows we, I now have a sticker on my phone with just him standing in front of the uh what is it, Radio City Music Hall. Yep. Yeah. With his thumbs down. So that that's my new reaction when something's a no. I just send her a picture of him with his thumb down because that's where we got by the end of the trip. Yeah, and honestly, I'm I stand with him. I think he's usually on the right side of history on things, and this was no exception. So, yeah, we got him when he was high on New York yes. City, and it was so much fun to meet him in that state and just to meet your whole family. It was just such yeah. a treat. Well, yeah, he adored really you, fun. and Rebecca got like the prime experience of him like sinking in with you, like just Ugh. he was with you a hundred percent. Thought everything you said was great. Just gave her a hug and. I- it doesn't happen. It doesn't I was happen. almost speechless, which also doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and I was so proud of myself because I handled it so well. Right, I was I played it cool. I didn't yeah. make a big deal out of it, but mm-hmm. I was dying. <laughs> so I was so honored. And he's just oh, he's so sweet. We we really did have so much fun with him, and just so happy great. you met my daughter, one of I my know. kids, because you guys kind of vicariously know one another through me, and so. Yeah, yeah, it was such a and fun night. Just as cool and great as I knew she would be. I was like trying not to be anxious and nervous because you know how I am around the youth and uh, I get it and I think I did okay uh, you did great. great she adores you yeah but your family's great and uh, that was such a fun that was a fun night end of it was after that it just <laughs> big nosedive but um yeah it was a great oh first my day. goodness yeah it wasn't I'm sorry about the rest of it it can go a lot of ways here oh and, no uh, it's it's who you're with and who I was with my son um, he was over it, and so therefore I had to be over it too. Um, yeah, just to survive. Work is a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It was great. And it was everybody great has their breaking point. Um, mm-hmm. I I totally get that. Yeah, that was that was really fun, and our holiday was great too. I was just I'm just ready for the return to normal, and I'm yeah. I still feel like I'm honestly just slowly creeping towards it. I'm not fully even there yet, but um, I get it. We got. Um, our first mouse and lost our heat last weekend in our home so that was like our 2024 like bonanza the way we like rang in the new year so that was that was humbling and rough and like I don't know I felt very grateful that like 99.9% of the time I am warm like honestly not something I think about a lot and it really did make me just sit and go like my gosh being cold is really honestly the worst like you yeah. feel like you're like going crazy kind of and mm-hmm. you can't focus and you can't get comfortable and that was for like about 18 hours so I just I felt very I feel very grateful um but it was really annoying and then the mice situation and so basically I want to burn my house down 
for to of course. get rid of the <laughs> mice and stay warm. Exactly. Oh, on my 39th birthday, um, if this helps with like 2024, the way it went and on my 39th birthday, I went outside and there was a possum in the pool, like dead a at the possum. bottom, but I had to get out of the water on my birthday. I wanted to take a swim on my birthday and could not because there was a dead possum in the bottom. That's cruel, but not as even close as to as weird as when you sent me the picture of the armadillo. Oh, wait, no, that's the one it was. It was armadillo. I forgot. Yeah, Melissa, that was my birthday. I don't know why oh, you're... I'm killing other animals in my, no, my no. fantasy, apparently. The difference between a possum in your pool and an armadillo is... Like, yeah. who has ever seen an armadillo in real life? And who knew they were in Florida? Oh, me. I didn't. Because you do see them. You do what? see them. Not often. Like, in, when you go camping or, like, in any woods type things, you can see them. I shouldn't say you do, but you can see them. Why do I think they were desert animals? I don't know, but they like the water apparently, but they don't know how to swim. That's what I learned. Yeah, I saw it at the bottom of your pool and I was disturbed. Sorry about that. Forgot about that. But that was how I brought in my 39th year and in parts it got better. So hopefully your 2000, (laughs) that was what I was trying to say. Hopefully your 2024 gets better. Gotcha. I wonder what the New York equivalent of the armadillo in your pool, like what would that be for me? I don't think it's a a mouse in my pantry. I think it's going to be like... A pigeon in my toilet. I don't know. Like, what would it be? <laughs> Honestly, I think pigeon in the toilet is probably it. Armadillo okay. in the pool, pigeon in the toilet. Yeah. And then okay. I'll let you know. I'll keep you posted if that happens. But um, don't think there's an armadillo in our story today. But I um, like how you're making this connection. Go ahead. I'm keep trying. going. When we were talking about fire, I was going to say um, it's a fiery one based on who we're talking about. So should we get right into it? Let's do it. Okay. Well, like so many stories we've shared here on criminality, this one starts on a magical island. Long Island, (laughs) that is. Um, Our story is going to center around a girl who was just so cute, so charming, so full of talent that her parents had to take advantage of their proximity to New York City. There's our segue to see if their little one had the it factor or the X factor. And as it turned out, she very much did. This little girl signed on with Ford models at just three years old. I I think the threshold's lower when you're three, right? Like than when you're 18 probably, but still you have to be pretty dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be pretty cute and pretty like, you know, um, agreeable and yeah, animated, et cetera. So it wasn't long before this little girl was then starring on a soap opera. She was uh, just 10 years old when she was cast on Another World. Then at age 12, she took on an acting challenge that only Haley Mills had mastered decades prior and played twin sisters herself in a remake of The Parent Trap. You've probably guessed by now who I'm talking about, and some of some people even got it from her clues. Yeah. But just in case you need another clue, she starred in another Disney reboot, Herbie Fully Loaded. Herbie, of course, being a Volkswagen uh-huh. Beetle car, which was uh, one of the clues. And while Herbie might have been, do you get it? Yeah, I totally yeah. forgot. Like when you said the movie, I I forgot she was in that. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely was. And um, Herbie was fully loaded, but Mean Girls really was the vehicle that took her from child star to bankable Hollywood actress. It's America's most notorious early aughts redhead, Lindsay Lohan. And that's right. I said Lohan, not Lohan. I really looked into this. Lindsay hates when people say Lohan. It's Lohan. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. Is this like a Judice 
Judaism kind of situation <laughs> where we're being gaslit to learn a different I don't know because I promise there's probably footage of her family saying Lohan. Yeah. But Lindsay absolutely says it's low in, low in. Okay. I'm a little eye roll there, it. but I'll go with it. I'll follow well, you. You know, proof. you are the expert here. Well, for the next maybe 40 minutes, and then I will <laughs> surrender that. But um, I'm going with what she said for now. So Lindsay's life, as I mentioned, started out on Long Island, but it doesn't stay there for long because as she got older, she gravitated to the heart of New York City because that's where her work was. Then, of course, like any stars, she crossed the country to L.A., where she would basically terrorize the Hollywood party scene <laughs> with the likes of Paris Hilton, Tara Reid. I mean, she's probably come up on previous episodes as a sidekick to people we've talked Absolutely. about. Absolutely. She eventually made her way to London, where she started to develop a Madonna-esque, Dorit-ish, nondescript, generic, international, mysterious accent, which we're actually going to hear later. But if you want to find Lindsay at home right now, you'd have to go all the way to the United Arab Emirates to the city of Dubai, because that is where she lives. So that's two of the three clues now. We've got Volkswagen and Dubai. And if you want to know how the third clue, which is Oprah, is involved, you're just going to have to keep listening. So Melissa, I am sure a whirlwind of images and memes and sound bites are going through your head when you think of Lindsay Lohan. But tell me, like, what's the first one that came to mind or the strongest or the one you, the burning one you want to share? Well, I'm going to have to bleep this out myself. But the first thing I thought when you were talking about uh, redhead, fiery, fire... Remember when she oh, got that nickname from Brandon yeah. Davis, maybe? Wow, I did. That didn't come up in my story. So I'm <laughs> glad. No, I'm glad you brought it in because that's definitely one people will remember. And remember when the her private list of like sexual oh, yeah. partners was leaked? Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're She's already been through giving it. me. Yeah. I, this is already more information than I remembered. Her, Herbie Fully Loaded has already sent me in a tailspin. So I'm yeah. just here for the ride. And she's done great things. I don't mean to remember that first, but you asked first and that's what came up first. Oh, Melissa, listen, you're in good company. Lindsay is a is a paradox, an enigma, wrapped in a mystery and cash and early aughts going out tops. Like Absolutely. Everything and nothing contradicts itself. It's um, so there's room for all of it in this story, and you're gonna we're gonna talk all about it. She really doesn't need much more of an introduction. I think everyone listening will know who she is. You don't have to be into reality TV to know who she is. She's a really famous actress with a mix of you know very successful movies on her resume as well as some total flops. She also broke into the pop music scene with two albums, one called Speak and one called A Little More, which honestly did not. I barely remembered, but th- she has some fans. Really? Like diehards? Yeah, like people who were like, like Speak was so important, such an important album. And I watched the video and it was just such a, um, I don't know, like a too late poor man's version of Britney and Christina Aguilera. It just, it, yeah. it was like, it was just not anything new. Right. It was weird. Is it kind of like people are obsessed with that Paris Hilton song, Stars Go Blind? Yeah, I think it is something like that. I think it's something like that. And she had a song called Rumors and it's like, like, you know. I know that one. Yeah, it was that Mm -hmm. one that I think was her biggest song about like, why don't you just let me be me back up off, back up Mm -hmm. off, 
me. I don't know. It was like, it was also like Bobby Brown. Remember my prerogative? It was the same message. Mm -hmm. It was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. Anyway, beyond her career, I think it's worth just sharing a little bit about her family who are often tied up in her tabloid messes and have had more than their share of their own, even separate from Lindsay. Her parents have not made her life easy. Dina and Michael Lowen could be episodes all their own and they probably would be like you He's or been I on could, my list forever. He could, he could be his own episode. So I'm not going to get into his crimes. There are many, actually, I'm just going to mention one, but I, I just want to talk about them because I think their inability to manage her career. Well, I mean, look, everyone has an opinion on whether you should even put a child into acting, but they did. He was at one time a successful stockbroker. Dina, the mom was a former actress and singer. So I think between the two of them, it was like they had the resources to put some, money into you yeah. know the schlepping into the city the agents the the hair and makeup the clothes and I think Dina was a little bit living out her past dreams through her daughter totally. which we see all the time which you know is something parents do in all kinds of industries but listen to this for our core memory when it it's 1990 Lindsay's five years old and her dad Michael got arrested and convicted for insider trading so he was a stockbroker but he did like you know the worst thing you could do in that profession and he went to prison. Seven years later, when she's filming The Parent Trap, she had this terrible asthma attack and she was in the hospital. Her dad came to see her in LA, um, which is where she was hospitalized. And once again, he was arrested right in front of her and taken away because he violated parole going to see her. He wasn't allowed to leave the oh state. Oh my god! So she's 12 and she's twice seen her dad arrested and taken away in front of her. So that's tough. Wow. And then, unfortunately, Dina wasn't much better of a role model. She was, like I said, kind of living her dream through Lindsay's career, a story we see time and again, and had her own legal battles. Again, its own episode could be. And while we might see and appreciate this upbringing as a factor in Lindsay's story, we don't want to just, you know, mitigate everything Lindsay did like she was an adult when a lot of what I'm right. going to tell you happened happens, and she has to take responsibility. But I do think it informed... Um, her life. And she even talks about it and says like, there were times things were so stable, so good and safe and they had money. And there were times when it just was complete chaos, no money, parents making terrible and illegal choices. And yeah. she ju you just never knew what it was going to be. And she ended up being a lot of the stability in terms of income, like we've seen with Britney Spears and so many right. other people. And it's just never a good thing when one, it actually reminded me so much of Kim Richards and so oh. does her voice. But she has this sense of responsibility for her siblings, buying them cars and making sure they're set up. And it reminded me of Kim's younger days with Kathy yeah. and Kyle. So again, don't want to go too much into her family because Lindsay has just so much of a life in her own right. Even though yeah. she's not even that old, she's lived so much life. So, um, but I just wanted to give a little family background. She also has, I think, three siblings or maybe just two. Cody, Aliana... I can only think of Cody and Allie, but I feel like I well, think it's Michael just Cody and Allie more. Right, so it's just I think she's the oldest of the three. Okay, I think is that right? right? Mm -hmm. I think so. It, or yeah, so she has two yeah. siblings. They're not even going to come in again. It's fine. Can I bring up my favorite Dina Lohan fact? Yes. Okay. Which one? Well, this came from um, Celebrity Big Brother when she was getting catfished or allegedly being catfished. Everybody on the show was like. You've never met this man. You've been dating him for how long? Dina, we think you're getting catfished. I think he ended up existing, but she had like a whole internet boyfriend, like while she was on Celebrity Big Brother. How recent? I don't know why I love that so much. Uh, within two years. 
within yeah. the last two years. Mm-hmm. Her and Mary need to talk. Oh my gosh, that's they really crazy. Do. They do. I'm gonna have to Google it later because it was a whole thing. Yeah, she could be an episode too. There's so many reality, so much reality TV with yeah. them. Dean and Michael would be a good would be a good episode. But Lindsay will be better. So let's dive into the criminality of it all. But first, let's take a quick break from this week's sponsors. Spring is bursting with fresh energy. The air, our aspirations, and even our homes get a refreshing makeover. And what better time to revamp your home security with Simply Safe? It's our top choice and for good reason. Praised as the best home security system for 2024 by US News and World Report and recognized by Newsweek for its exceptional customer service, Simply Safe has you covered. From break-ins to fires and floods, its comprehensive sensors keep your entire home safeguarded. I also love that with the cameras I have in my house, I can be gone, not be able to get a hold of a kid, and simply go onto one of the cameras and look around the room and see my kid is there and safe, but just ignoring me, as you know, kids will do sometimes. And with a range of indoor and outdoor cameras, you can keep a vigilant eye on your property around the clock. For less than a dollar a day, you can enjoy 24-7 professional monitoring, ensuring prompt emergency responses for whenever you need it. Plus, Simply Safe's monitoring agents can intervene in real time, deterring intruders with the power of voice through wireless indoor cameras. But the best part is there's no long-term commitment, and you have a generous 60-day money-back guarantee. So why not give Simply Safe a try? If it doesn't exceed your expectations, simply return it for a full refund. Simply Safe has given us and our listeners real peace of mind. We want you to have it too. Get 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Just visit simplysafe.com/criminality. That's simplysafe.com/criminality. There's no safe like Simply Safe. So Lindsay Lohan, she's practically her name feels synonymous with words like DUI, arrests, party girl, court appearances. Depending on a person's age and pop culture consumption, for many, Lindsay actually is just tabloid fodder. A lot of people don't really know her body of work. They just know her as the girl that's always in court or always right. getting arrested. Unfortunately, her messy private life started overshadowing what was really a successful career. And most people would agree that Lindsay's first string of performances were so great and that she showed so much promise. Lindsay says her problems really started after Mean Girls. She was now an adult. She had more money than any young adult really needs. Nobody to help her manage it. Nobody to tell her no. And the rails are off. For the first time, no legal guardian on sets anymore. Yeah. So it's the early aughts. And it was that time when actresses felt like the other job they had, other than working on their TV show or movie, was to be out and be seen at nightclubs. And Lindsay really enjoyed the nightlife. And she still will say... She loves it. She loves to dance. She loves to have fun with her friends. And she took that seriously as if it was her other job. And she did this over and over despite it repeatedly landing herself and others in very dangerous situations. Now, what I'm about to share is just a litany of her offenses. And most everybody knows she's like had possession of drugs, drove drunk, ended up in court, got probation. It starts to feel like Groundhog's Day, so I'm just going to give a little blurb for each offense so we get an understanding of her rap sheet, Okay. and then we're going to settle into what I found to be the much more under-the-radar, lesser-known-to-me-at-least, occurrences, some criminal, some just truly bizarre scandals Ooh. that happened more recently. So first run-in with the law was in May of 2007. 
Lindsay was arrested for driving under the influence and possession of cocaine after she lost control of her Mercedes, causing a huge car wreck in Beverly Hills. She made bail, so she was out of jail quickly. And while she was awaiting sentencing, she was arrested again in July of that year. So two months later, this time it was another DOI and possession of cocaine in Santa Monica. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm telling you, it is Groundhog's Day. However, this one had an additional infraction of driving on the suspended license, so that wasn't resolved from the first one. And apparently this happened after she got into a verbal altercation with a woman on the street, like through their cars, and she chased her. Lindsay chased the woman in her SUV. This was the second one. One month later in August of the same year, Lindsay finally reached a plea deal by pleading guilty to misdemeanor cocaine use and driving under the influence, and she's sentenced to one one singular day in jail and 10 days of community service and she gets three years probation we're already starting to see this pattern of her really getting little slaps on the wrists yeah and i mean we see this all the time money celebrity and being white and Mm -hmm. a woman seem to really help you when you're getting consequences for drunk driving i'm sorry that's really serious and she got one day in jail So she's on probation and then she checks into rehab for the first time and it is court ordered. She puts out a statement saying, quote, it is clear to me that my life has become completely unmanageable because I am addicted to alcohol and drugs. So again, the year is 2007. She was born in 85. So she's 22 when she makes that statement. So now it's November of the same year. Lilo, her nickname. I'm not sure what she did to violate her parole, but it was probably something like driving when she shouldn't have been. And she's landed in jail another time. Um, Do you want to guess how long she spent this time? We had um, one singular day that first time. It's her second time in jail. How long did she spend? Two days. 84 minutes. (gasps) (laughs) So the reason this time was overcrowding, which... This is now, if you recall, when Bling Ring was going on, the jails were very full of other starlets, including Ms. Alexis Nyers. If you go back to the episode we did, Alexis Nyers talks about being in jail when Lindsay Lohan comes in and is heard like she can hear her like cells down. So probably this was around that time. So things actually stay quiet for a couple of years. There's not any, at least on the book, newsworthy occurrences for Lindsay, but In spring of 2009, a Beverly Hills judge issues a $50,000 warrant for Lindsay's arrest, but it was the 2007 DUI, but it's a big misunderstanding. She shows up to court with her lawyer who's like, Lindsay's been complying with her terms of probation, but somehow Lindsay's team wasn't uh, reporting that she was. So there was just like a big blank And maybe Lindsay herself was supposed to, unclear, but the judge was like, had no proof that she was doing this. So they went, they proved it, and the warrant was taken away. She didn't have to go to jail. But the judge was not happy. Later that year in October 2009, the judge in her DUI case, the original one, extends probation by an additional 12 months so she can complete this um, alcohol education program because she wasn't going every week as she was supposed to. And Lindsay cites her career as the reason. Sometimes she has to work and she can't go. So in May of 2010, Lindsay's before another judge and her probation is revoked and a bench warrant again is issued because Lindsay skipped a court date because she had to go to 
I don't know if I should say Cannes or Cannes, but the film festival in France. Oh, had to. Had to. And then she said, I was actually going to get back in time, but my passport was stolen. That's a quote. I hate when that happens. I know it happens all the time. So the judge set her bail at $100,000, which she was able to pay, and she stays out of jail once again. May 24th, four days later, same year, the court decides she needs an ankle device. We don't trust her. We don't think she's telling the truth. So this, this device gets fitted on her ankle and it monitors alcohol use and it's going to like light up if if she has alcohol how does that work so and drugs too and she also has to do random drug tests every week as a condition of her bail so Lindsay actually didn't violate her probation for two whole weeks but on june 8th of 2010 a judge rules her in violation of her probation because her um her ankle bracelet like lit up like crazy because she was at the mtv movie awards after party so they hiked up her bail to two hundred thousand dollars and the warrant is taken back but a bail bondsman shows up covering Lindsay's bond so she's out i mean the money this young woman has earned and then spent on her legal fees and getting out of prison i cannot imagine the thing that took me down at any point in my life was the after party of the MTV yeah. Movie Awards. <laughs> like of all things to be what brings you off the rails. That is truly that's low. That that's, is that's low, low. you might say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's July 6th now. Lindsay just, oops, skips her weekly alcohol education class and she's sentenced to 90 days. And now this is when the judge is just like, what are you doing? And I'd like to play you a clip of her appearing before the judge. You know, and, I'm, and honestly, it did wake me up. Yes, of course it scared me. And it also confused me because I was there thinking that it was okay that I missed those classes. I felt, and I didn't, had I known differently, again, like I said, I would have taken it, you know, I would have made sure that I was in town each week. And I would have balanced my work around that because I'd rather, you know, be working in the long run after all than dealing with this kind of thing for the rest of my life. Um, I guess that's, I mean, really all I had to say. It's just been such a long haul and I I don't want you to think that I don't respect you and your terms because I really did think that I was doing what I was supposed to do and I mean that with all my heart. All right, thank you very much. She would have complied. It's like somebody who cheats doesn't think it's cheating unless they get caught. Because she knew what the program told her. I'm sure you told her. And she had been here the time before. When it was once a week, it was once a week. And once she knew that, and because the program let her have some leeway, she thought it was okay. Uh, The court just doesn't buy that at this time. First of all, uh, the order revoking probation is set aside. Probation is reinstated as modified. Probation is... Um, converted from summary probation to formal probation. Defendant (coughs) is ordered to spend 30 days in jail on the reckless driving case, 30 days in jail on the first DUI case consecutive, and 30 days in jail on the second um, DUI case consecutive. That's 90 days in jail. Okay, so Judge is pretty fair, pretty even-keeled, all things considered, right? 
yeah, the reaction, her reaction based on everything we know that she's done and she's finally getting more than, you know, a snack in a parade when she arrives at the jail (laughs) is wild. And also, I think her attorney kind of moved forward at one point knowing the camera was there because her face was just showing everything. Good call. And then you couldn't see it anymore. Smart. That's so, that's very perceptive. I think you're right. And I mean, Lindsay's face was incredulous, kind of like, I'm sorry, did she just say I'm going to jail? She was, it was like new information to her. When you know, if you are at that point at this hearing, like this is not because like nothing has happened previously. It's so wild to me that she, she just looks so incredulous. Yeah. Wrongful convictions, people that are accused wrongly have less reaction than she did (laughs) in that moment. I mean, seriously, like she just, it's so big. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's an actress too. So you always have to be like, what is real? Or is she just think she's above this or is she acting? Yeah. It's so interesting. But her lawyer is very good for the reason you just said, but also she negotiates that judge wanted her to surrender immediately and the right. judge negotiated two weeks again like a luxury so many of us would not get sure. um but she does have to report to prison two weeks later for 90 days and she ends up staying for just two weeks because of overcrowding again and because her crime was not violent i would argue though that like repeated duis is almost a violent crime like i mean yeah it's that's as an, close as you can get yeah it's like an inevitable eventual violent crime. So, so I I feel weird about that, but yeah, so she goes for two weeks. She will later, years later, look back on this time and say she wishes she got more jail time that she thinks she needed the stillness, the quiet. And like, it's the only time she's disconnected from Mm. everything that she has at her disposal, which is so much. So she definitely didn't have that perspective and maturity at that point, but I'm, it was good to see later on. She's like, jail would have been really good for me. So that was interesting. She leaves after two weeks. And unfortunately, it didn't take long for her probation to get revoked. She flunked a drug test in September, just a couple months after she was released because they found cocaine in her system. So she's back in jail for just four days this time. Leaves, goes to rehab. So a month later, there's good news and bad news. She's in trouble with the law again. That's the bad news. But the good news is that it's not for drugs or alcohol. Okay. The weird news is that it's for stealing a necklace. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because they sometimes just can't help themselves, these rich actresses, right? Kim Richards, Winona Ryder. It's the Winona Ryder, yeah. The richest That's girl the... in my high school stole jeans. Wait, what? The richest girl in <laughs> Yes. Her dad was a plastic surgeon and she stole jeans from a department store. Whoa. It was the weirdest thing. It's like, I think it's just a thrill. Like, I don't know. Imagine that being your legacy, though, that <laughs> years later on a podcast, one of your classmates. In fact, I might want to edit that out. We'll see. <laughs> I loved it. Because there's truly only one person that could be. Yeah, she took a $2,500 necklace from a store called Comofi and Company in Venice, California. So... February 9th, 2011, we've gotten through the winter, but surprise, Lindsay's taken back into custody because this theft is going to court. She ends up pleading no contest to the charge and was sentenced to 120 days in jails, but the sentence was reduced to house arrest because the jails were overcrowded. Oh my gosh. I know. I guess when you think about the hierarchy of people waiting to go to jail, she'd be low on the list, especially for the necklace part, but she's been in that category many many times i i tell you i really thought maybe five arrests 
tops. I thought maybe like thinking back to it, I don't remember. I remember it, it being talked about a lot. I remember it coming up all the time, but I don't remember this number. Like this is crazy. We're about halfway done almost. It's crazy. So and I don't mean of the episode. I mean of her. Oh. So let's, <laughs> let's get through these. So she was ordered to do uh, community service and to undergo counseling. Lindsay, once again, in spring of 2011, violates her probation. She is caught dri- driving under the influence. And she's given 100 days this time and 480 additional hours of community service after this happens. The judge is not happy. However, her lawyer does get her necklace theft, which was still in play, down to a misdemeanor. So she is put in jail Unclear how many t- how many days she's there, but she's released because of overcrowding, and she serves out the rest of her sentence under house arrest. So she's still got the ankle bracelet, still doing the testing, still going to alcohol education classes, still doing community service. And still driving. Apparently, she's always driving and never has a legal license. In 2011, in October, she has her probation revoked again because she doesn't show up for her community service obligations. She's detained briefly, not even a full 24 hours, and gets out on another $100,000 bail. Now, things are quiet for about six months when she's accused of sideswiping a person with her car outside of a Hollywood nightclub and then fleeing the scenes. However, (sighs) they couldn't find enough evidence, so the prosecutors decide not to prosecute because there was no direct evidence, but all the witnesses say it absolutely happened. Two weeks later, March 29th, 2012, Lindsay finally completes her probation in her DUI case and is placed on informal probation for the necklace theft. But she had almost an identical situation happen at a nightclub, except this time, the only difference was it was in New York. She clips a guy with her car outside the Dream (laughs) Hotel and then leaves the scene. The Manhattan's DA's office opts not to bring charges because there's insufficient evidence. It's like everyone knows it happened, but I guess for some reason there was no camera or direct evidence, so she gets away with it. I feel like the story of Lindsay Lohan is how we got Uber and Lyft. Like they, the whole idea was to help these celebrities who apparently have no one else to drive them. It is or tell them not to drive. I know. Like, okay, of all the things, she has sober moments. So she knows she hates going to probation or she hates her probation. She hates going to jail. She hates doing community service. Yet she keeps driving. If she didn't drive, she wouldn't have 80% of these. You're absolutely right. It's like, keep stealing necklaces. Just walk from store to store. Please stop driving. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up because we're going to close that loop later in the episode. So that happened in Manhattan. Now she's, I guess, staying in New York. She's back on Long Island with her mom, Dina. I said we wouldn't talk about her parents. However, the two of them have a massive fight to the point of people in the neighborhood calling the police, but neither Dina nor Lindsay wanted to press charges on the other. So there are no charges filed, but cops were called. November, same year. Lindsay punched a woman outside a club. <laughs> Just your hands I don't know up. how else to say it. Like, I don't think a car was involved this time, but she was downtown. She punched a woman. Unclear what happened legally to her, but this is very much a known fact and story. 2013, she's back in California. She's sentenced to 90 days in a rehab facility because she was in a car accident and she was, not surprisingly, under the influence. But this, Melissa, that's 
that's the end. That's the rap sheet. Okay. okay. It is 2013. She has had six years of chronic DUIs, in and out of jail, wow. constant bail, slaps on the wrist, community service. And it's like a big deal, her community service. When she eventually completes it, she goes on social media and just celebrates and wants people to celebrate with her this huge accomplishment that took her years when it was literally like 150 days like most people do it in an actual calendar Mm. year it took her like the whole time but this is where things get really weird it's 2013 and Lindsay goes to rehab again because of this car accident now is this the second time she went to rehab I was just gonna tell you I didn't even mention all the rehab stints this is her fifth time number five okay when she gets out she decides sobriety is for her and it's time for a comeback. She knows she is almost unhirable, not just because of all the criminal activity, but because even her reputation on set has become so damaged. So during all these years, she actually had parts in movies. I didn't even mention them all because her career, like we don't even have time for it. Sure. One was an erotic movie. One was with this is crazy. She was cast by Randall Emmett. Randall Emmett <gasps> got her into a movie. I forget which one. Eventually they dropped her and chose another actress who wasn't even as famous as her. But the the casting and the director was like, we're not working with Lindsay. But L- Randall and Lindsay, there's pictures of them everywhere. They were tight. So, so Okay, that's weird. so weird. I know. But she really felt like if she was ever going to work in this town again, as they say, she needed a complete rebrand, a total pivot, and some real credibility. As you know, Melissa, and as our listeners know, you and I love the story of a rise, a fall, and then a comeback story. We Absolutely. we root for redemption, right? And Lindsay had a lot of people supporting her who also wanted that for her, but she also had a lot of haters and they were vocal and a lot of people didn't want to give her another chance. But honestly, what other people think doesn't matter when Oprah Winfrey steps in and says, Lindsay, I believe in you. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what happened. Now, I think Oprah's gotten to this like sainthood place in our culture and world. And and I understand in so many ways why she was such a groundbreaking force in the TV, daytime TV industry. She's, she is a legend, right? right? I worship her too in many ways but I also feel like sometimes she flies a little too close to the sun yeah and in this moment I am questioning Oprah's judgment so I also just it's kind of like the Bethany thing well oh no let me not compare Oprah and Bethany on yeah let's not do that that's a little let's not do that far but what I mean is Oprah is one of the most generous billionaires on the planet. Right, right. And like, she just does so much good. So I'm really like nitpicking here. But she really, okay, but here's what was happening. Own, you know, the network, Oprah Winfrey right. Network, started mm-hmm. in 2011. And as successful as Oprah was, Own was struggling, right? It was yeah. like not sure what its niche was. It was putting out like very diverse content, but in a bad way, like not a niche, like it what didn't know who it was, its identity. Right, right. But Lindsay Lohan meant ratings. And I so she basically was like, I'm gonna bring her on for this one-on-one interview on the really successful, the one consistently successful show on the network, which was the next chapter with Oprah Winfrey, right. where she interviews, you know, it was very like the Barbara Walters one-on-one tears, trauma, laughs, gold, right? We've right. seen her do it with so many people, and she is brilliant at it, Oprah, mm-hmm. that is. So she has Lindsay on. And these are, you know, supposed to be these candid, emotional, one-on-one interviews. And let's hear 
a clip of Lindsay on the next chapter. And then right after that, I want you to hear some feedback from people about the interview, including from Gail, Oprah's best friend. Okay. Are you an addict? Yeah. And what is it you are addicted to? What is, what is your drug of choice or drugs of choice? Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah. Because that's, and that's, that in the past was a gateway to other things mm-hmm. for me. Um, other things like? I'd never abused, I tried cocaine with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And I'd never that's done That's when you were arrested the first time, drink. correct? Yeah, possession. Yeah, with, I had with possession, it. yes. Um, and then and I read that you said that you really hadn't done cocaine but three or four times. I really hadn't done it. I really haven't done it more than 10 to 15 times. Of course, I said three or four. I was terrified mm-hmm. of judging, being judged. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is the truth? I've done it like 10 to 15 times. Um, and Do you it's enjoy always, doing it? Everything's come. Do you enjoy no. doing it? Mm-hmm. No. I never so felt good the it? next day. It why never, do you do- Because it allowed me to drink more. I think that's why I did it when I did it. And it was like a party thing. Like, people would have it, and I would do it. And, and it wasn't something that... So were you snorted, injected, smoke it? Oh my, yeah, no, I snorted it. Snorted it. Okay. I've never injected anything other than getting B12 shots. Okay. <laughs> okay. And now I would love for you to hear, I sent another link, Gail King talking to Oprah on CBS this morning about why she had Lindsay Lohan on to interview. Can I go back to Lindsay Lohan just for a second? Because a lot of people had their lips curled up about that. I might even... I would say you would be one of them. <laughs> yes, I might even have had my <laughs> Nothing lips like up. booking a, a Lindsay Lohan and Gail calling up saying, what do you do that for? <laughs> no, I, 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 had some, I had some concerns. But I was not the only one, though, Oprah. I was not the only one, because they're thinking, why is Oprah Yes, you doing t- brought a list of everyone else who also <laughs> had their lips curled up. Thank you so much. Yes, you're welcome. Uh-huh. And, and to the, the doubters... You say but I don't understand why people are doubting, because this is what I know. We're all on the same journey. People are taking different paths to get there. Mm-hmm. And I think no matter how many times you fail, you fall down in your life, I mean, you certainly have the opportunity until you take your last breath to be redeemed. So, you know, I'm in the business of interviewing people about their lives. Mm-hmm. And so to sit and to talk to her about where she is in her life, and I did the other day, and I felt that she was <clears throat> honest that she was authentic, and that she is ready. And I asked her, what's the difference between now and all the other five times Mm -hmm. that you've been through rehab? And part of the issue was those were all forced by the court, you know, Mm -hmm. in order to stay out of jail. Did you believe her this time? And how was she? I I believed her, and she looked good, she looked strong, she looked healthy, and... Was she on time? Not only was she on time, she was earlier than I was. She oh, was 20 minutes early. Okay. And then we had another meeting with her yesterday where she was 20 minutes early. So I think that she is, you know, on the way to, to Listen, at least she's working very on talented. Yes. I'm pulling for her, Oprah. I'm yes. pulling for her. And I said to her, I want you to win. Yeah. yeah. This is- it is kind of wild to hear somebody saying, I don't understand why you brought her on. <laughs> like, in this day and age, like, you know, I feel like we're getting redemption is much easier do you think it's much easier to find? I don't know what it is, but like I, I'm kind of I can't think of anybody today that people would be like can't believe, unless there's it was a, a political thing. Yeah, I there's a sensitivity now that I think we've come to understand is is the way to you know lead with, even if you disagree or I, I don't think they would say that today. I don't. Yeah. I don't think they would. I think they would say you had Lindsay on, how is she, you know, like, yeah, yeah, and so yeah. at the end they were trying to salvage it. We're like, oh, we're rooting for her. Yeah. She's really talented. But they we're were like for, for a minute mm-hmm. talking about like, like really, why did you do this? And so what's interesting about this clip too, is if you notice 
Oprah said in that interview, she was early. And then when I had another meeting with her, she was 20 minutes early again. Well, that second meeting, what she will go on to say in the rest of that interview is that was all leading up to this TV show. I don't know how many episodes, six or eight episodes. So the show, Lindsay, I don't know if you remember it, was on the OWN network. And so that one-on-one interview was all just basically a big teaser to roll out the Lindsay documentary or docu-series. Now, here's my issue. So essentially, Lindsay was, the show was called Lindsay, and it was essentially going to be a reality show about Lindsay Lohan moving back to New York, picking up the pieces of her life and career all while newly sober. Melissa, how sober do you think she was at the start of filming, as in how much time of recovery do you think she had? Oh, I bet it was barely any time at all. Like, let's say three weeks. I just don't, I don't trust these kind of things. It was more, but barely. It was 47 days, so not even two months sober. Wow. And that's where I'm kind of like, Oprah, you know that this is such, girl, (laughs) this is such a vulnerable time for somebody. The worst thing for someone like Lindsay would be to like roll cameras. The show was bizarre. Did you watch it? I didn't. Did you know it existed? I barely remember you know, I know another Same. show she was on, but I barely remember this. So I'm going to share a clip, but let's just talk about how the show was perceived. Reviews were not mixed. <laughs> they were almost unanimously awful. Mm-hmm. And the opinions that didn't call it outright bad just seemed really confused. Words like fever dream, train wreck, things like Ooh. that. One review called it, quote, E true Hollywood story, part intervention with a dash of hoarders. Which is why I thought, Melissa, you might have actually seen it. I know. Now I'm going to go back and find it. She has a lot of stuff, and her stuff is like a really big deal. A Hollywood Reporter TV critic tweeted, A small part of me died when I found out this is more than one episode. (laughs) (laughs) But Entertainment Weekly's reporter Aaron Strecker did make one positive observation. Encouraging sign number one, Lindsay finally got a driver. This is to your point earlier that like Mm -hmm. at least she's being shuttled around by somebody who is... Very sober and very responsible getting her where she needs to go. I think we should just listen to a quick clip. And now keep in mind, the point of this show was for Lindsay to tell the world she's ready to work again and she's changed and um, that, you know, hire me, bring me on your set. To other people, it's just a lot of clothes. But to me, it's actually like, these are things that I've worked hard for and they actually happen to be really expensive. And they're things that I actually appreciate having in my life. So tomorrow at seven or 8 a.m., someone could be here just starting to fold them into piles just so that they're at least organized, like color coordination. Because when I said to you, maybe I need a closet, closet organizer like I've always worked with, and then you said, well, that's me, but that's not that. And when I came I back, it was thrown. Here. But you brought the stuff in. Yeah, I brought it in, but we But it was all thrown in different closets, I'll Matt. handle it. I'll get it done. If you would like me to get an organizer, I'll do it, or I can be here at 8 a.m. tomorrow and do it myself. That's like a moment that I didn't want to have to deal with. And then, I mean, obviously, happens, life happens, but it's just something that could be avoided. As long as I have access yeah. to this place early in the morning, Matt, you always will have fine. access to this place. Don't, I I'm going to get angry for a second. The first day that I got the keys, I asked you to make copies of the keys. All day the other day, you were you not coming up and down the elevator? Did you not have keys? Steven said, if there were one woman and he needed that, you knew you needed keys. If you knew that, I could have run and gotten keys. Just like right now, I gave you the keys. I said, will you please give these to Matt? Ask him to run and make copies. He said, you then said, Matt said he will do it later. What did I say? This is exactly what I've been dealing with. This is why now I have no keys to the front door to get into my own building because there were no copies made. What did I do? 
Stephen went, got the keys, we're gonna have him back. That easy. Great. But that was something that you I said you didn't want to do, that you could have done already said, five days do from it. before. But I could have done but it. But this was Friday, Matt. This was Friday. Uh, you said you were gonna do this, you're not doing it. And then today I have like a breakdown because it's a lot of me for me to deal with when I have a lot of other people saying they're helping me, but it was keys. It takes 10 minutes at Dwayne Reed. It's still in it, but it was an issue and it affected me. So like, instead of making excuses about it, today when it happens again, and then you're, someone's going to like, I just I simply ask Michael to pass the keys down because my sister's first time in here. Just go get the keys, please. I'll get the keys. Like, I just need time with you. Don't make me feel bad about it. And then I okay, just right out of the gate, I'm going to watch this entire series because I am <laughs> riveted with the piles of clothes and the mess and the. Uh, assistant that clearly hates his job, hates her, hates his life. I need to watch this show. I, I'll watch it with you because I would. I didn't have time to watch the whole thing. I, I watched a little bit of each episode. Did this one have music? I uh, don't. Not the part I watched. No, I don't think it did. So the trailer and a lot of the scenes have the most incongruous music. It sounds like music that should be for a uh, medical documentary, like someone is on a um, <laughs> life-saving operating table and like, will they or won't they make it? They tried to heighten it so much and it really didn't need it because Lindsay's like very watchable even when she's being a monster. But the music was just so odd. It was not well done. But here's the thing, that assistant, I mean, why did Lindsay do this? She got $2 million for the show for six episodes. Mm -hmm. She got the assistant. That wasn't her real like previous personal assistant. He came with the show. She got a sobriety coach. He was seen in that scene saying nothing, but they have a lot of interesting scenes together. And then she got that driver. So she kind of like got to rebuild her entourage, which I think had kind of dilapidated over the years. Sure. Probably not um, a bad idea. Yeah, seriously. So so that's why she took it. But I just feel like it was a little bit just, I don't know, gives me, it makes me uncomfy to think of her just so raw with yeah. cameras on her and apparently many times she delayed shooting didn't show up needed personal time and the cast the crew would just be outside of her apartment in rain in any conditions because she wouldn't Ugh. let them into film oprah had to intervene and give her a sit down and say cut the bs literally she said bs and she's like oprah was like i know you think it's weird that i just cursed and Lindsay's like i kind of love it <laughs> it was actually very cute Aww. but she was just like she needed the tough love and she was just like if yeah. you want to do the show we don't have to do it but if you're mm -hmm. telling me you want to do it you have to hold up your end of the bargain and Lindsay yeah. was like okay i will so anyway that's kind of like the vibe around that show so the show only had one season and it didn't do what Lindsay or Oprah for that matter had hoped but it did earn her that two million dollars as I mentioned now something I haven't talked about which is surprising is Lindsay's dating history Ooh. which is as vast as her criminal record honestly with hookups and relationships with the likes of Wilder what did I say oh gosh did Wilder I just say Wilder Wilmer Valderrama oh I said it right after you <laughs> yeah I Wilder got his name all mixed up in my mouth um Samantha Ronson but we're gonna talk about a serious relationship she had with someone she called her um, fiance, but I, I don't know if there was a formal engagement. But in 2016, she was very serious with a guy named Igor. It's Russian. Tara, B-A-S-O-V. Tarabasov? Igor. Now, Igor was seven years Lindsay's junior. So she's 30, he's 23. They're in a serious relationship. But all that's out there about their relationship, which actually I don't remember reading anything about at the time, just a series of publicized conflicts, incidents, yeah. and fights 
where people call the police because they're fighting. The most notable incident occurred in the summer of 2016 when a video came out showing a heated argument between the couple. They were on a balcony of a hotel. Lindsay accused Igor of assaulting her and the police were called. Actually, it wasn't a hotel. I think it was her home in London. She's living in London at the time. Following this, there were other reports of altercations where the police had to intervene. But again, no charges were ever filed one towards the other. So nothing ended up on record per se. Uh, But most witnesses to their relationship saw a lot of bad writing on the wall. And Lindsay did go ahead and make a public statement about the tumultuous nature of their relationship and the alleged abuse that she experienced. She said, it wasn't the first time he's hit me. He's tried to choke me and strangle me. And they broke up later that year. So that was a weird part of her life that I, I, I have like vague, vague memories about. And then yeah. it seems that 2017 was a quiet year for Lindsay. I don't see anything about her in my research, but 2018 sure gave us lots to talk about here. So the next clip I'm going to share is actually pretty disturbing. I think a lot of people may have seen it when it happened. She went live on her Instagram in 2018, or maybe didn't go live, but was posting a story. Um, it's a little unclear as to what really happened, but I'm going to let you watch it. I okay. did find a clip of it, and then we can kind of unpack what we believe happened. Hey, everyone. Um, I just want to show you a family that I met that's a Syrian refugee family. Um, that I'm really worried about because I'm going to introduce them. Michelle, tell me your story so I can help you. When I come tell them, what do you need? What do you need? Do you want to stay in the hotel tonight? Do you want to watch movies? Yeah. It'd be so cool, right? To watch a movie on TV or a computer? Yeah. Let's go. Let me take them. Let them sleep. Come with me. You and me come. Just come. Just come with me. Not the, not your husband. Just you and your kids. You shouldn't be sleeping on the floor. But you're a good little boy. And this is not fair. You should not have them on the floor. You should be a hardworking woman. I'm freezing right now. And you should be doing what you do for your children so they have a better life. No, this is dirty. Leave it. No, 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 no. I will get you new. I will get no, you new. No, 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 no. Leave it. Uh, dirty. Do you want to It's wet. No, party, party, party. Come No, we got Guys, guys. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. And Guys, you're going the wrong way. My car's here. Cut. Look what's happening. They're trafficking children. I won't leave until I take you. Now I know who you are. Give me your hand. I'm like in shock And they were drunk me, and I'm just like so scared. That was a lot, and it's uh, so disturbing. It is, and it 
out of nowhere doesn't there's no context to it just all of a sudden she's live streaming this family and asking the kids to come with her to a hotel to watch tv on a or i don't even yeah. know but a like everyone's on a smiling computer or TV. yeah on a computer or tv and then she has this wild accent that i have no idea where it's coming from oh i forgot about that it's, it's very disturbing for a lot of reasons but here's the only context i could find she was leaving a nightclub in russia late at night when she encountered this family so okay is she sober or not we don't we don't know but there's um one fact we know is she was leaving a nightclub late she sees this family that she believes she just decides are syrian refugees maybe they are yeah maybe they are Mm -hmm. not but that's what she was acting under that belief like you said, she offers the children and the mother a hotel room for the night to come. She's like trying to woo the kid. Like, wouldn't it be fun to come watch movies? That was computer? the weirdest part. And then she's berating the mother like you should be doing more to provide better for your kid. It, it, it's so bizarre. But then she's telling the father, but you can't come. Like she's really stirring stuff up in this family. And she's using a mixture of English, Arabic, which is impressive that she's right. learned the language. Mm-hmm. And an accent that is un- unidentifiable. And like what many commenters said was like, she's speaking like someone who, for whom English isn't their first language. It was like, even when she was speaking English, it was not, it was like broken. It was so That's what bizarre. happens on 90 Day Fiance. They all do what that. When they have the a fiance world? from another place, they all like speak in broken English, basically. And it's like, you know, you're the, you do speak English and it's just confusing. But why would you go live on Instagram? That doesn't make a lick of sense. Well, I mean... I, here's all I can say is nothing I have seen in my research that Lindsay's done has made a ton of sense. I haven't seen one oh. thing. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Like Mean Girls, I guess like that sure. like made a lot of sense. I, I just, there's not been one thing. I, I don't know what motivated this, but it's speculated that when the camera kind of goes out of focus and you can't see what's happening, but it ends kind of abruptly and then she's crying and holding her face that uh-huh. the mother slapped her and like grabbed her <gasps> kids and ran. That's what witnesses say happened because she was trying to like, it was weird Mm -hmm. so weird so Lindsay's hurt and confused and she's alone I mean this is what's so wild to me is that there is not an assistant clearly or a manager or anyone responsible for her because they would never let her go live and do this Mm -hmm. they would have taken the phone away immediately so she's just alone in a nightclub in the middle of the night slash early morning I just it just seems really not like a great idea no, honestly, like a for terrible anyone. idea. Right? It it just doesn't. Don't go to clubs alone. It doesn't make any sense. Ugh. Yeah. So she took the video down, but obviously they live on the internet, and it sparked a lot of conversations about the appropriate way to assist people in need, deciding if they are, figuring out if they are cultural sensitivities, all kinds of things. Right. It did not look good for her, and she had a real steep hurdle to to kind of come back from. Yeah. And I guess the way she decided to do that no. <laughs> in a l- string of things that don't make sense is to become the spokesperson. She's going to return to TV sure. as a spokesperson on a commercial for who? Lindsay. I mean, Melissa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I spent a lot of time with Lindsay these last two weeks. I get it. Um, I'm actually not sure. I don't remember. Well, wouldn't you naturally think it would be lawyer.com? <laughs> so please enjoy the next clip. <laughs> When Lawyer.com first reached out to me, um, I was confused and a little scared because I thought I was in trouble. (laughs) But when they asked me to be their spokesperson, I was intrigued. After meeting with the team, I realized Lawyer.com is just about helping people. From getting a DUI, let's not pretend like I didn't get one, (laughs) or two, or three, or some others, 
It's so simple and it's free. All you have to do is go online or give us a call. So let's get started because at lawyer.com, we're always here for you. <laughs> what in the world? Okay, here's the thing. Tell me. It, it makes sense. Like that Like that was smart from yeah, a it's marketing. it's funny. It's a sense of humor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But not the DUI thing. Like I don't think it's funny to be like one or two or three or four or five. Wink. No, ma'am. No. That like no. don't bring in the specifics. No, I agree. That was a total misstep. Also, close your eyes and listen to that again. Not right now. Do you not hear Kim Richards? Yeah, you're right. There's some. There's something there. Or like, I think they're both altos, and then I think the smoking. Like there is, there is a, also like a California. A mm-hmm. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe she's like their love. She's child. channeling a few people. Yeah, or that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yeah, so that was Lindsay's comeback from the alleged Syrian refugee family mishap. But what would a criminality episode about Lindsay Lohan be without a nod to the 2019 reality show starring and produced by Lindsay Lohan herself called Lindsay's Beach Club set in Mykonos at the bar and beach that Lindsay Lohan owns. Did you know she owns the beach? I didn't know she owns the beach. Yeah, she did. Kind of like being on a reality show right after you get out of rehab. I can't think of a better job for a recovering alcoholic with responsibility issues than managing young, beautiful adults whose job is to party and drink. The show was billed as a, quote, cooler, hipper, edgier Vanderpump rules. It was shown on MTV. Melissa, I know you watched it. Absolutely. I saw a few episodes. I didn't see very many. Okay. For anyone who didn't watch it, myself included, because I saw all I needed to see... Uh, let's hear the trailer. People always have given me trouble for going to clubs, so why don't I just open my own? Boss It's Lindsay's Club. Welcome to my Mykonos. To work for me, you have to be the best of the best. Lindsay's way. I want to build an empire here. Did you miss me? Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club. New series premieres Tuesday, January 8th at 8 on MTV amazing and she was on the show for like four minutes you rarely see her like you see lisa vanderpump in vanderpump rules more than you see Lindsay on this so she's more of a leva in southern hospitality yes exactly yeah okay but rebecca can i share my favorite Lindsay lohan moment from this era with you we've never done this where i've shared an episode or a thing with you i I hope it's exactly what i what I think it is. Dance break. Honey, this is how you throw a party in Mykonos. My favorite, favorite thing. You you beat me by about 30 seconds. I'm and sorry. I was, no, no. Never be sorry for the dance break that I was hoping we would enjoy together. That's what that show is for everybody. Nothing more, nothing less. And we are so grateful it exists just for that moment. And that is how you do a dance party in Mykonos B. So <laughs> listen, the show only lasted one season. Was it due to a poor performance or the pandemic? We'll probably never know. And that was exactly how I wanted to end my story with that song. So Melissa, if anything, I just feel like we're in sync. No, no. Okay. That's how I wrote the ending. Okay. But then I thought... Let me just Google her and hit news, make sure nothing major has happened. Well, I didn't know this, but Lindsay was one of many celebrities named in an SEC investigation 
of that cryptocurrency scam. Yeah, in March of this year, or sorry, 2023, she went down for illegally touting two cryptocurrencies and failing to disclose that she was paid to do so. She had to pay $400,000 in fines. This happened to Kim Kardashian too. Didn't it happen to a football player? Happened to a lot of people. That's the one I'm thinking. Tom Brady, Ooh. that's the one I was thinking. Oh, did it? I didn't hear about him. He wasn't he in this was one. Something. It must have been it a might different have been one. a different cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah. They're, I, they're really cracking down on the crypto. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even hear that. But then because I'd hit news, some images came up. And as of this recording, yesterday, she was seen in public for the first time with her baby. Aww. I knew she'd had a baby and I knew she'd gotten married. So she has settled down with a finance guy who's uh, from London, but they live in Dubai. His name is Bader Shamas, Bader Shamas. I'm not sure. I've never heard it said out loud. Right. Um, and they have a new baby and the baby's name is spelled L-U-I-A and it's Arabic. And I think it means like um, shield and protector. I don't nice. know if it's pronounced... Lua or Luai, I don't know, but it's very beautiful. And so nobody's seen the baby. They're about, I think the baby's about five or six months old, but there is a picture of them at JFK Airport yesterday. Um, so maybe I'll run into them in New York. Okay, that's so cool. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. I uh, I don't know. My brain's still like going from this because you really hit all the like pop culture-y and <sighs> I just didn't remember so much of it as soon as you would say it it was like it came back in my mind for the most part yeah it's like been hidden in the depths we just recently did talk about her with the vanessa lachey knife remember that crazy image yes Mm -hmm. yes oh my gosh she's come up so many times she was she's such a fixture in this world and all her infractions are so blurred together as are all her friendships I mean she was besties with Paris but then I didn't even get to talk about how Baron Hilton accused her of sending her people to attack him at a club did you hear about this no I don't remember yeah he showed a picture of himself in the hospital or maybe it was just his bed but he had like very petite little scratches all over and he's like Mm -hmm. Lindsay Lohan sent her people to me and she's like denied it like she's been in so many scandals so like her and Paris aren't friends anymore. Like, mm-hmm. she's lived a million lives. She has. And she was recently in a, a Lifetime movie. Oh, and a Netflix movie. Oh, okay. Or maybe maybe that's you're thinking, thinking of Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is also part of her comeback, which I didn't get to because there was no like bad story involved in it. But everyone was saying this was going to be Lindsay's renaissance. Yeah. Falling for Christmas, I think, was the name of the Netflix mm-hmm. show. And it is basically what you were thinking. It's like Netflix's version of a Lifetime movie. Got I it. didn't watch it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm sure she's very cute in it. She is very cute. She is very beautiful and funny and I think very watchable. Um, But to me, like her best, I mean, she was never better than in Mean Girls. I I really just so good. It's like a perfect film to me, honestly. And I'm not excited about the remake. Thank you. And the remake is a musical, but they don't tell you it's a musical, but it (sighs) is a musical. I know. Which is the dirtiest way to do it. I completely agree. And I feel like maybe the Broadway version has not been successful and they're trying to like bolster that. I also think it's too soon. And my kids were like, mom, it was 20, it was 2000. It's 25 years almost. So I'm like, oh, so it is time for a remake. Fine. But that movie doesn't need to be messed with. It was just so perfect. 
It was totally perfect. My daughter, that's like the one movie her and I really have bonded over. Absolutely. And love. And she she and I both are like, absolutely not. And I want to love it because I love Tina Fey. I think her husband who writes the songs is a genius. He did all yes. the 30 Rock stuff. So like I know yeah. it's there to be great, but it's so perfect. I just can't I imagine it. There's no reason to change it. I feel the exact same way. And something I always say to my kids is, I'm not a cool mom. I'm a regular mom. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever I'm mad at them. I like that. Um, and they want, wish I was being a little more understanding. Mm. Yeah. So that that is what I could fit in one episode about Lindsay Lohan. As you know, there's more. But um, my gosh, I really honestly, I feel like we always say this and it always sounds a little bit hot or... I'm going to speak for myself. I always feel a little hollow when I'm like, I really do hope they're okay and stay out of trouble. I really, really, I always mean it, but I really mean it for Lindsay. I, I don't think it's too late for her. I think she has innate talent. I think, I hope she's in a really happy relationship. I don't know anything about her current relationship with her husband. I hope motherhood is, is, um, not like triggering for her. I hope it's like a, a, yeah. It's hard. And so I, I just hope she has support around her. I hope her family relationships are better. I, I do wish her very well. I don't yeah. think she's rot, like a bad person. I really don't. No. And her being away from everything I think was so smart. Literally oh. going to the other side of the world. Yes. We didn't really talk about why she landed in Dubai, but I wanted to. So it's illegal there to do the paparazzi shots. Oh. And that's why she went there to really... Be, live out loud but not have anyone take pictures of her and I thought that is actually so smart that because I do think a lot of um celebrities as we know feel trapped and like prisoners in sure. their own homes and so mm-hmm. who knew in Dubai maybe that's the appeal for people vacationing there and stuff is just they can walk around more freely and not have cameras in their face I also know I don't know what the rules around drinking are but I know it's a lot harder to access alcohol there and there's like rules around where and when you can so that seems probably like a great thing that it's not flowing 24 7 everywhere so Mm -hmm. yeah I think her moving there was an interesting choice I mean it definitely brought about going from London to Dubai brought out that weird Dorit Madonna accent yeah yeah which is but she's also an actress so she probably does take on like a lot of what she hears around her blah 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 Anyway, that was That's like the awesome Butler Elvis thing. Let's not do that. You don't have to, guys. Just be yourself. That was really good. I learned a lot. I remembered a lot. I forgot how crazy that time was. Oh, my and gosh. I appreciate it every single day. I appreciate living through that time. Yeah, we made it through. Mm-hmm. And here we so are. So did she. And hopefully, so she. yeah, like Thank you said, God. hopefully she and does she even better. Didn't hurt herself or anyone else in the process, which I'm really glad about. Um. Have you been watching anything good? I've been wanting to ask well, you. Or, okay. Have you been watching anything question mark? <laughs> okay. First of all, I'm still on the curse and it's getting better and it's got one episode Melissa. left. I know. I know. Oh. But it's coming together. But there's so many plot holes. But I just needed to give an update on that because you nobody's concerned, it. but I am. Wow. It's almost done. Um, okay. So here are mine. I'm not proud. And I think you know this, but I need you to understand it a little more. First one, TLC. I did not leave TLC in 2023. It's it's bad, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Women. Okay. Uh, Bathwater. Well, I was going to say the Sister Wise Tell All. What's the Mm -mm. bathwater? Women and bathwater? What is it? Smothered. Oh, Um, Melissa. (laughs) Do you want to know the bathwater part? Yeah. Okay. 
Well, one of our friends on Instagram said, are you guys watching this? And yes. you said, I wonder if Melissa is. And it got it in my head. And I had watched a few episodes, but I was like, I'm going to go back a little. because." No, I think what I said was, on. no, but I bet Melissa is. Okay, Sorry, hurtful, go ahead. But true. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was like, let me get back on last season. And I did. And the bathwater thing is, there's several. I wrote down a few of the names. And so I can tell you my thoughts on them. But Soon Soon Yi and her daughter Angelica, they uh-huh. take baths no. either after each no. other or at the same time. No. no. 99% of these people fully naked in front of their no. daughter, no. giving massages. It, you always think, is this sexual? At, at, at any point. It gets so weird. But then they're like, who doesn't bathe with? We have our shower time at night. It's so weird. I'm yeah. so uncomfortable. I watch every second of it. So Sunye and Angelica don't like them. Sunye wants Angelica, who just had her daughter, to like leave her husband. She's like, come with me, leave him, blah, blah, blah. It's weird. It's very overacted. Like there's definitely scene setups. I get that. I don't care. I don't care because they're still cuckoo. But if they have the seed in them that allows them to say these words... They're still them. bathing with their yes. mother. Right. Exactly. No one's forcing them to do that. Oh. Next, Cher and Don. Cher is, they're very, very rich. But Cher was actually Is it on... always mothers and daughters? Yes. Mm-hmm. You said women. Okay. But but this season, oh, actually, no. there is a guy and his mother-in-law. I no. Really... Yeah. No. They don't bathe together. Um, they play bingo together. They're kind of boring. Um, <laughs> but Cher used to be on... Uh, my Super Sweet 16 or whatever that MTV show was, they oh, yeah. annoy the ever-living daylights out of me. They dress exactly like I hate them. Oh, um, my gosh. Uh, Mary and Brittany, I, if you watch them, you know Brittany is going to kill – well, she was going to kill her mom's husband, her stepdad. Not really, but like she kind of acts like it, but he died. And oh. so he died between seasons, so that's not going to happen. But I have – a couple that I like. Kathy and Christina. They're from, my guess is Long Island. I think it's Long Island. Okay. Love them. Uh, Kathy is the mom. Christina's the daughter. They're, Christina's husband owns like a pizza shop. They live three houses down. They don't bathe together. There's nothing like that. They just... What's the smothering component? See each other every day. Oh, they okay. see each other all the time. Okay. Yeah. And then like she likes her mom's opinions, but her mom looks kind of like a member of KISS. I don't know how else to explain <laughs> it. They go to tanning beds together, but I love them. And I, I thought I would hate them. And I actually find them so delightful. And they oh. just like razz each other. Um, so if you're watching Smothered... Let me know your favorite. Hit Melissa up. But that don't. Is interesting. I'm not making, I, I will not suggest this. Um, but if you're like, hmm, I don't want to be a creep, but I like to watch creeps, this is a good show. Okay. I, it all depends. Where do you fall on mother daughter bathing as adults? If you're there's not okay no with scale it, for it, it's, there's no. Oh, but to they watch did it? when they were little and they're totally fine. It no. is wild. It, no. Massages like areas I would never let my mom even get near. <gasps> it's crazy. And I say this as someone with close relationships with my daughters. Yeah. And I want them to stay close. Like, sure. I hate course. when my daughter goes back to college. Yeah. And I don't even want to like make a joke at the end of that that I know. I just. 
but I let her go. I don't run a bath and but say, when she leaves, do you get stay. in the bathtub? <laughs> it's unreal. The fastest I, way I could get my daughter to leave early would be to run a bath and put some bubbles in and be like, come in with me and stay. It's just every time it's like, this is how we psychotic. wake up in the morning. I, I, I just psychotic. can't. No, stop. I need you and to stop And they're just having, talking. like, going about their day, stop. talking about I'm their serious. day. Stop. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. I love it. <laughs> New episode tonight. I'll be watching it. Go ahead. Oh, my gosh. Well, I haven't watched any TV again because I only watch Bravo. Oh, my gosh. There's so been good. so much last week's Salt Lake City. I think I think people are still talking about it. They talked about it at the Golden Globes last night. Jennifer Lawrence, that was so You sent great. me that clip. I, I was that. like, it was so good. Um, but I did watch a Netflix movie. Okay. I'm sorry. I feel like I've been doing that a lot. I need some shows. Hey, guys, send me some shows. Uh, not on TLC, please. Send her smothered. <laughs> Everyone, don't, send her smothered. Don't please. smother me. You're going to get it. Pet Store, Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore. Okay. I I can picture what it is. It's that like young, old yeah. relationship. But why can't I think of what the word is? The name the of it. The title, it's two months of the year. Oh, May, June? No, May, no, no. December. May, December. Oh, sorry. Thank you. You no, were no. about to get it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's May, December. And I actually went in knowing nothing about it except it was, um, I saw like a blip of the trailer with um Natalie Portman a man and Julianne Moore at a table and I kind of made up what I thought it was about okay and then we started it my kids wanted to watch it and it was really good but it's loosely based it's a creatively scripted version of the Mary Kay Letourneau case Mm -hmm. which blew my mind and so the weird departure was that she worked at a pet store she was the oh. manager and he worked at the pet sh- store as an employee okay. instead of making it teacher student, which mm-hmm. I do think is like a different power dynamic and definitely mm-hmm. changes it. But it was creepy in a different way because they were like around snakes and like bugs. I don't know. It was Ooh. weird. I thought it was really good in that the acting was great. I forget the actor's name who played the young guy who marries what is Mary Kay Letourneau's character, which is Julianne Moore. I think he's in Riverdale. He's so handsome. Very, very good. But I ended up, it left a bad taste in my mouth. One, it's just kind of a tough thing to watch because it's just sad because you know, Mm -hmm. you know what really happened. That kid was groomed and that's what happened. And, but the movie is interesting in that it explores how media should portray a story like that because Natalie Portman's role in the story is playing a young version of Julianne Moore's character in a TV movie so she comes to observe the family so she's there to like absorb their characteristics or the woman so she can become Mm -hmm. her and ask them questions and interview the kids so it's it's definitely exploring like what are the what is the responsible way to do this but then I found out after the fact they didn't talk to well Mary Kay Letourneau has passed from cancer they didn't talk to Vili, the guy who it's actually about, or his kids, or anyone that they portray in the movie, like the children. About of, portraying them. Yes. And I thought, what a giant flop. Like, yeah, that's just bad optics. Like, at least 
do the formal interview. So the guys coming out, Villy's coming out making statements like, yeah, they just made this without us. Like, like not only did they not get compensated, which I think I would understand. I mean, that's a whole, that's like in the weeds, but you'd think they would want their input. Some interviews. You'd think Natalie Portman and Julia Moore would want some input for their own character work. Like, I just, that left a bad taste in my mouth. So I thought it was really good. because of what it is, what they're trying to say. That doesn't make a lot of sense. Yes. So it's like definitely a little more controversial than I thought it was. Didn't even know it was about that case. But it was so well acted and easy to watch because they're all so good. But it was weird and, you know, not really like the most comfortable scenario. Yeah. Um, But it was good. But I really do want to get into a show like with episodes that I am excited to watch. And I just we've been rewatching a lot of um, Arrested Development. Like the kids are really into that right now. Like I've been watching Married at First Sight with my daughter who's home from college. Like we've been watching stuff, but it's not like something new to share. So, yeah. Well, those are good, though. Those are good things. They're good. So you're up next. And I know you had a recent switch. I don't know what you're doing, but you told me you just changed your mind. So what are I the did. clues? My three clues are Dutch, Sarasota, and where you might get it, Rumspringa. Oh, cool. This is exciting. Well, if I'm on the right track, my parents just moved to Lancaster, Pennsylvania, which is like the epicenter of Amish yes. life. So I know a thing or two now about it <laughs> no that's really exciting if the, I don't know exactly what story you're going to tell but that is that is like so Me different either. from everything we hear. like Me I either. only know the clues but that's so different from everything we've covered that's so fun yeah. I'm okay, excited cool. be good. Well, yeah it will be good and everyone should come back in two weeks to hear that episode and we're very grateful to have you listening today you can find us at criminalityshow.com where you can see all our past episodes you can look at merch and you can also see our TV recommendations. So we always do these two episodes. If you're new, I need to update those, but we, we have so <laughs> many of them up there, almost all of them. Thanks to a listener who helped us pull that together, Jasmine. Tuesday, you can hear Melissa on her other podcast, Moms and Mysteries. And I'm just going to keep going here. You can find what I'm up to on RebeccaSebastian.com and follow us on social media. Melissa, what are, what are we on social? Oh, gosh. A, a criminal, <laughs> criminality show pod? Yes. No, just at Criminelli Show. Okay, at Criminelli Show. Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. Mm-hmm. On TikTok, I think we're something longer. Just don't worry about Honestly, it. Honestly, <laughs> it pushes to Instagram. At this point, just, it's just It's fine. You'll see it eventually somewhere mm-hmm. else. We'll see you, everybody, in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.